bring out the gimp. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. You gotta go, you gotta go. No one gets it. Am I still to create the perfect system? You take drugs, Danny? Yeah. Good. You taking the fucking piss? Staring at the wall. Cocksucker. Not seeing the wall. Nobody trusts anybody now. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. A man should have a hobby. Well, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Ready to dive in? Uh, yes. All right. We are doing this movie because... I made you essentially <laughs> promise that <laughs> if we did if Alien, we, if we did Alien, we would we have, have to, to do, do Aliens, which came out in 1986, which was like what eight years after the first one? Yes, yeah, seven. The I think it was came out in like 78, 79. Yeah. That's a pretty big gap for a sequel. It is a pretty, pretty massive gap, and I feel like in this movie. You and I off the pod and even in our last pod have been talking a lot of like the sign of the times and I feel like that shows a lot in this movie. Yeah. Um, Just kind of like the theme of how everything goes. Like the first Mm -hmm. alien is very horror, uh, very dark and gritty. And then we get this aliens, Mm -hmm. which is more of like an action thriller kind of thriller which yeah. then turns into a horror for the last 20 minutes of the movie yeah um, still a lot of action in that last 20 minutes though but you get you, you kind of get that like mid 80s vibe from it for sure you know we 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 kind of like start out it's kind of like a little bit more serious starship troopers yeah i i watched this movie the other night with my brother and we were saying that and I mean, there's even parts in it where, like, the Marines say something along those lines of, like, is this mission, like, an actual firefight or is it another bug hunt? And it's like, (laughs) is this just fucking Starship Troopers? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that's... um... I think that's a as a interesting direction that they chose to go. But I think you're right. I think it is a a sign of the times. I also think that um, as a sequel it's cool that they kind of did something different with it. Um, but I also think just initial thoughts, I prefer the first one. Yeah. But this is a cool, this is a cool first and second movie because I think people are pretty split on it. I feel like people either like the first one or they like the second one. And, um, and they just like feel strongly about that. Yeah. I remember when we were talking to you, you were like, I obviously, like you just said, if just I really like the first one, and I really enjoyed the first one as well. And then I remember the first time I watched Aliens, I was like, "Ah, oh, this just isn't really the same." Mm-hmm. But like, you gotta split it up, right? You gotta be like, Alien is that horror movie. Where else would have they gone if they made another Alien? Yeah, the Alien Two, which is Aliens whatever right like how is it just gonna be another like five people in a spaceship are we just gonna be keep jumping spaceships that Mm -hmm. end up finding a xenomorph egg and then it just takes over like it's just gonna get pretty redundant so i think what they did made it not feel super redundant by adding different layers to it right absolutely i think especially with a sequel the idea usually is uh go big or go home or like go bigger 
than the first one expand on the first one how how can we make it better than the first one Mm -hmm. and i think sometimes movies focus on that too much and then they get ridiculous and then it derails the franchise or whatever yeah and that's why i think a lot of sequels aren't very good there's some movies that kind of just try to repeat the first one and sometimes that works but sometimes it's just kind of boring it's kind of like oh that didn't really hold up to the but when they do something like this where it's like pretty pretty similar but with like an added layer it uh it makes it an interesting watch because it's it's different and i think this movie is kind of its own movie in a way yeah like i don't see it as a sequel as much as i do another just kind of alien movie you know Mm -hmm. yeah it it kind of has like i think that it could be its own movie if you took ripley out of this movie Mm -hmm. and just was like all right we had this colony go to this try to terraform this planet mm-hmm. and uh, we haven't heard from them and we got to go check up on them. So we're sending Marines in yeah. to check up on them. You could kind of go through that and it would be a fine movie. Yeah. Right? Like you could kind of extract Ripley from it, mm-hmm. but adding that she knows she's still the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. She's this kick-ass female lead and has that almost like this like trauma bond to a xenomorph from mm-hmm. the last movie going into this uh it it makes it a little more interesting i right? mean i think she makes the movie yeah you know you definitely you need the first movie for sure to, narratively to make this movie make sense yes um but like i i would say from maybe a, a style perspective or just like a filmmaking perspective like james cameron really took alien and kind of made it his own thing without changing like everything he really didn't like i i think prior to watching it this time i've always just kind of half-assed watched this movie and going into it i wasn't i was excited because i knew it's fun but i also knew i didn't really like the movie but i really just sat down and just watched this movie and I think it's pretty darn good. Yeah. Like, I think they really did do a good job of maintaining the world that Ridley Scott created. You know, it's all the same art design, set design. H.R. Geiger, it, baby. Yeah, that's our guy. <laughs> and he's, you know, still using special effects. He's still doing cool um, jump scares and, like, the fun stuff we love from the first movie. I really do think James Cameron did a good job of integrating that stuff and still making it feel like the alien universe. He didn't just take the ball and run with it. He, you know, stayed on course, but then he sprinkled in some of his own stuff. And I think just the sprinkle that I don't really like is the Marines. Yeah. I I mean, mean, that's, but like you were saying, there's a natural progression to these things like they were truck drivers basically in the first movie who stumble across these aliens and then you know colonies and time passes and whatever eventually the marines are going to get involved in killing these things like that's just going to happen yeah but i think how the marines were portrayed just was it was a it was a different tone than the first movie. It was a it was like almost a mockery. Yeah, of, of 
It's like the what military. are yeah, what are space marines gonna look like? And did we really have to go for like the eighties action hero like corny line? Yeah. I wanted to touch on quickly before we get into that what you were saying before with sequels and how sometimes, you know, you make a movie and then the sequel comes and they're like, we're going to throw a bunch of money at you and make this fucking movie. Right. The budget between these two movies actually wasn't crazy. And I don't say this as if like a couple million dollars, isn't like a crazy amount of money, but I'm pretty sure the the budget for alien was like 11 million. And this one was like 17, almost 18 million. So it's not like he got, the absolute bag that yeah at him right That's like it's a it's like a six seven million dollar enhancement mm-hmm. and you would think between nine years and inflation that's not crazy yeah right so i still think they were a they were given the keys more mm-hmm. to stuff but it wasn't like a crazy they had a little bit more people funding. are waiting for this kind yeah. of thing here's like a hundred million dollars make this masterpiece right right so maybe that also kind of helped it keep it feeling a little bit more like the first one in, in some regards. Yeah. And then when it comes to the Marines, I feel, and this is my personal opinion of, mm-hmm. I almost, it's like they almost mock the military. They make them seem like they know more and they don't care. They just want to go in and just be like, Oorah and mm-hmm. just fuck shit up. And it still brings the, it, it builds the element still that Ripley is still the smart, the smartest in the room. Mm -hmm. Right. And she's still kind of getting shit for being there. Right. Like Mm -hmm. they're kind of like, who's this new person? She she thinks she's better than us kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. they all think she's weird. They're not giving her the time of day to explain and debrief what this is. And it's, you know, they kind of quickly are like, she has a whole debrief on the xenomorphs. You should listen to it kind of thing. And it feels like they're all the Marines are just kind of like, whatever, like this is going to be easy for us. This is a stupid job. And so they're just kind of all fucking around. Um, But yeah, it's almost like this like caricature of right. The U S military and just being like, we're, we're stronger. We're better. Like we're always going to win kind of thing. Yeah. And they get into something that's way bigger than they think. So that, yeah. I mean, that tracks that I I feel like that is what we saw and, that makes sense. But I just don't think it was, I don't, I don't know how much it fit the alien universe. Yeah. You know? And that's just kind of what I think ultimately it just takes me out of the movie. Like I can't help, but just laugh at the Marines when they're trying to be cool and trying to look cool. Oh, it's and I'm just so, like, it's so cringy. It, it just is. And it's fun to make fun of to an extent, but after a while I'm kind of like, like, what are they, what are they doing? Like they're kind of, they're kind of staining this movie a little bit. Yeah. You know? Like they're it's, just like, uh, it is we, just, we'll get into it. It is just James Cameron. Like it, we just, just fucking James Cameron. It's fucking James Cameron, man. But it's crazy to think we go from Ridley Scott to James Cameron to f- who, who David Fincher, Fincher does the yeah. third one. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's like a, that's a wild jump in, in the history of directors, right? Those are two. Yeah top tier a like s class directors right it's crazy it's crazy and it is a it's a great movie it's a fun movie i think james cameron did an awesome job with it Mm -hmm. ultimately and i think that um 
I think that it's a great movie for the pod because there's differences we can talk about, but also you can look at this movie in the lens of it being a sequel, or you can look at this movie of just like, it is what it is and like, just have fun with it. And I think if you do the latter, it's a way more enjoyable experience. But if you try to compare it too much to the first, I think. And that's what I was trying to tell you. If you really like the first, you won't. Going into it, I was like, you kind of got to separate them. Yeah. Like the first one is very horror. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's just like, you know, you're alone on this ship and it's, what is this? And this one, you know what it is. And it's like, how are they going to make it? How, how are they going to go on without making it redundant? Yeah. You know, and slap some Marines in, (laughs) call in the Marines. That'll make it different. But this movie is still amazing. I mean, like it was nominated for seven Oscars. What were they? And it won two of them. The two that it won were both for effects. So they got sound editing and visual effects. And then one of the other um, better, like, known things that they got nominated, like Sigourney was nominated for Best Actress in a Leading Role. Really? She lost. So that's an awesome nomination, though. Yeah. I mean, she was kicking ass because I don't think she got nominated for Alien. Mm. We did talk that they won best um i think visual effects in alien 2 so the two first two movies were i mean award-winning movies right? yeah um no yeah they're they're good movies for sure mm-hmm. down to just the filmmaking aspect like the the innovation with their special effects like it it looks great even today yeah and I think that has to go with like our boy HR is still mm-hmm. still there. Still cooking. I wonder what his comments were to James Cameron when his vagina egg opened had, four ways and not two ways. When they were It's <laughs> like this is still not my egg. When they uh when they were making aliens or started making it, they were like, Oh, we gotta dig up HR Geiger from his <laughs> from his from fucking his bat cave. Coffin Dude looks like a vampire, seriously. Yeah. It'll wake him up from his decade-long slumber. <laughs> Back to work. Uh, all right, so going into the movie, we kind of start out with them finding Ripley's ship floating through space mm-hmm. um, and immediately after Alien, but not immediately after because apparently it's been 57 years that she's been Dude, in cryosleep. 57 years is a, is a shock. That's like life-changing yeah maybe not in the future if things are kind of plateaued with technology or something but like can you imagine 57 years ago we'd be like what yeah it's kind of like one of those things where like you're you're detached from the world right because you think of people like in prison that have been in prison for like Mm -hmm. 50 years or something they come back out and they're it's like Shawshank Redemption Brooks is like goes in and he, before there weren't cars he comes out and all of a sudden people are driving cars and you're like what the fuck what is are going these on? things yeah, right <laughs> another thing i wanted to mention too before getting into this is there's two versions of this movie it's the like special edition and then there's like the regular which if you watched it on max i watched it on max mm-hmm. it's just like the regular version but okay there's like some deleted scenes in the special one that they add in and it kind of goes into a couple different 
details more. So one of the things that they bring up is when she's talking about being asleep for 57 years, they kind of dive more deeper into her daughter and like what her daughter, if her daughter is alive or not. Oh shit. Burke kind of comes up. Did we know she had a daughter in the first movie? No, I don't believe so. Okay. It's not really brought up. And then the second in this one, they are like, all right, you have a daughter. And by the way, now she's dead. (laughs) Like, yeah. That probably just, they were probably trying to do that to create the maternal narrative with uh, Newt or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt too. Yeah. Um, there is like a, a video game that you can play called Alien Isolation. Yeah. And it's like a regular, like you're on like the space. And you are Ripley's and daughter. You're right? Ripley's daughter running yeah, around. Yeah, I've played that game. It's, it's creepy. It's very scary. If you play it with like a headset and a mic and you like, make sound into the mic the alien will find you yeah dude i haven't played it my brother's played it and he was saying that it's also like there's a little bit of ai with the alien so if you keep like doing the same things or hiding in the same spots it like finds you i didn't play it that much because i got too scared a little spooky dude games where you just have to hide and can't fight at least until like later i think later you maybe get a flamethrower but dude, no fucking way yeah no fucking yeah. way. So yeah, 57 years. Crazy. I think I'm glad there wasn't the, the, those aspects in the movie. Because even in like the standard edition that we saw, there was no mention of a daughter. I think there, I think there is really quickly. Really? Um, they don't like, I believe so. I'm like 90% sure that they mention it really quick. They show you a picture of her and it's just like aged up Sigourney Weaver, like in this picture. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like weirdly enhanced. Okay. I'm kind of glad those weren't in this movie. And I don't think this movie needed to be any longer. No, it didn't for sure. That like the second act is kind of a lull in my opinion. When we get to it, Dude, we the second about. act was like two hours. It felt like, <laughs> yeah, she wakes up, she's talking to Burke. You're already introduced to this like corporate guy. Who's like, I'm the good guy. Yeah. In a sense. Right. And Dude, you immediately are like, I hate you. Who are you? I, I hate this guy. Yeah. The scumbag. What are you doing here? But I don't know. I think it was pretty cool. Like the futuristic idea at this point that humans are leaving earth to go like start colonies on different planets and do those like yeah. terra- terraforming make them livable colonies. It was really interesting to see kind of in the meeting room, her talking with like basically Wayland corporation, which is now Wayland Utani and them just being like, no, like you can definitely tell that they know that the xenomorphs are alive or whatever, but mm-hmm. they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're just like, we're just trying to make as much money as we can. I just, it, it's just so dumb. It is. It's just so it's, corporate dumb. It's like, tough. It's it, frustrating. I think this movie What is, is James Cameron really trying to like tell us in this? Like he's I feel like he's like corporations are trying to run the world and the US military is laughable. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, James Cameron. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. There is also a deleted scene in or an extended version where it explains why she ends up going to this planet. Okay. Um, in the first place, in the second, in the, yeah, in the first place, like in the second one, like why she's actually along with them to go mm. see if the terraformers have been there. Um, and they basically tell her that she's in debt to them for blowing up a like fifty million dollars. That's ship. such bullshit because she's, <laughs> but because of that, she's been fucking sleeping for fifty-seven years. Like that does that not have value? Yeah. So real. 
So they kind of ma- they're like, you can pay us back. That's so dumb. By doing some of this stuff. Up yours. Yeah. I mean, she got a job as like a forklift operator. Like when she came back, she's like, okay, I guess I got to find a job now. Yeah. And I got to get to find a place to sleep. I got to like, get in this fucking dude. mech suit. What was really cool too is this 19, like it being 1986 and we get a conversation between ripley and burke which is almost like a facetime like a video call it's so crazy to think in 86 someone's like that's so cool this is so futuristic and now we're just doing that on iphones (laughs) shirt off (laughs) just like what was that (laughs) i i did like how she had like she had ptsd she had trauma from the events of the first movie she was having those crazy dreams and yeah couldn't sleep thinking and that she had a chest burst during dude, her nuts it i think she's a cool fucking jonesy's still alive yeah that was a, that was nice that was a nice surprise yeah that jonesy cat made it that one scene where she's just sitting there in her room and <laughs> the cigarette dude is just like bur- like she lit that took one puff and then just like and stared just at the ground zoned like, out thinking about do you think that um do you think that ash was longer than wendy's in the shining <laughs> i don't know i I looked like my brother and I looked at it? each other and was like, how long has that cigarette been burnt? Like, how long do you think it was sitting there? This is they a probably good, had like, some production minutes. assistant <laughs> off, off camera just holding a lit cigarette, just trying to get that ash for the next take. I just, I couldn't. I think it's cool how they kind of grounded Ripley. Like, she was in the first movie, so this kind of shows, like, you know, she's not... She's a normal person that yeah. is dealing with this shit. She has negative effects from the first movie. She's not like a perfect action hero. Did she they... goes through 57 years of haircuts. <laughs> she shows up and she still has her like 79 haircut on. Yeah, And then nice. like two scenes later, <laughs> she has a short haircut. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. It's like, was she wearing a wig? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh... I think one thing to bring up too, which I didn't realize, um, but thanks to watching it with another person, they brought up like the influence on like, have you ever played Halo games? Yes. It was like, I have a a note. There's a massive like influence on Halo from this game. Apparently I think there's movie. I think I was able to identify a lot of art direction from it. Yeah. Like the ships looked a lot like the Pelicans, Mm -hmm. even like the Marines, they kind of had like space nom outfits on, which they looked better than starship troopers, but like football pads. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's like, what, what does, what do Marines look like in the future? And when it's the eighties, that's what it looks like. Yeah. (laughs) It was that. And then, uh, my brother kept on bringing up that a pwn, like the drill sergeant was just like, Oh my God. Was was it Sergeant Johnson? Yeah. (laughs) Just constantly. Like he wakes up chewing on it. Yeah. (laughs) When they get there, dude, he wakes up and immediately puts a cigar in his mouth (sighs) and everyone else is like, everyone's all chummy and being like, Oh man, nice chub. Oh, fucking vasquez and drake all right what is that the you know when they do that that little machine gun dance where they get it and they're like saluting and just like yeah dude i wanted to turn the tv off dude Uh, it was (laughs) it's so cringy it's it's pretty cringy because they wake up (laughs) (laughs) give me my gun yeah they wake up and they start like doing pull-ups yeah like 
what is it? Bill Paxton's characters like, hey Vasquez, has anyone ever uh, mistaken you for a man? <laughs> she was like, no, has anyone ever mistaken you for one? <laughs> got him. Yeah, I got him. And then, like, yeah. yeah, they like dab up. They like get close and like, like. And then they almost do like the. I'm like. Bicep arms and the predator. I literally have a note here that says Vasquez and Drake might have hardcore sex and Drake gets pegged. Yeah, I, I was going to say he's not the one. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh. But they're, uh, they're kind of like set up for failure with this Marine staff. Like these, these grunts are like disobedient. Like they get this like young non-combat trained Lieutenant. Yeah. Who's why? like, he's like, got city hands. I've seen your hands. You yeah. got city hands. Been counting money all your life. <laughs> they don't really like build on Hicks until mm-hmm. later when they like really hit the suck, you know? Right. And then he finally starts like talking. You're like, Oh, this guy actually knows some shit and mm-hmm. like is a smart, he's not like a dumb fucking Marine. Like the rest of them are being portrayed right. to be right. He's kind of quiet while the rest of them are all gung ho and talking yeah. shit. And even though there is some character development throughout for the most part, I don't really like the characters in the movie. Yeah. Which is a departure from the first because I, I think I did like the characters in the first. Like I feel like you got to kind of know them a little bit as a crew. They were they were they seemed more genuine. Their relationships seemed more genuine. This just seemed like they're just trying to jack each other off and shoot aliens at the same time. I think that they would they want to like be jacked raw. off while shooting aliens. It, yeah, they're just like it's over the top. It is, it's- and I don't like it, Chase. <laughs> It's hard to see through it. Yeah. But it's also, that's why it's also fun because it's like, we're just, we're now we're just in an alien, alien video game. We're just shooting aliens now. And that's cool. And that is fun and sick. And I mean, because why not? If you're going to have a lot more aliens, plural, you know, which is, I think an awesome way to have a sequel is just make it plural, Mm -hmm. but you got to raise the stakes. Yeah. And it took Ripley a long time to kill the alien in the first movie. And there's only one of them. And she killed it in a ridiculous way. A ridiculous manner. So having guns isn't far-fetched. No. And that's what you would need to kill it. And it's cool that it does kill them. I mean, you have, like, the danger of the acid. But, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a bunch of them. We got to shoot these motherfuckers. So and let's, let's bring it on. It's funny, like I said, Hicks is quiet, Ripley's pretty quiet, trying to tell her story, trying to help these people so that when they get there, because she knows when they get there, they're going to find all these fucking xenomorphs, Mm -hmm. but they, like, don't respect her until she's like, I can use a forklift, Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, she's got value. She can hang. (laughs) She can drive. She's got value. There was such... suit. Dude, what was that fucking, like intense scene of her putting the mech suit on and being able to drive it and then like picks up something and she looks at him they're like oh fuck she's like where do you want to place a woman (laughs) can can drive (laughs) in the 80s but really it's 2040 something i have it in my notes here though it's it's a Chekhov's mech suit yeah because you're like yeah these things are cool yeah but like when are they going to actually use this fighting right. aliens, right? You, you do need to see her know how to use it for that end scene. But until then, it just seemed weird and out of place. Yeah. It was just like, wait, what? Okay, so she can 
she can do something. It was almost like something out of the A team was like bum ba dum bum. She like puts bum, it bum, on. Bum. And she's like <laughs> bum, 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 bum. I'm part of the team now. <laughs> Value. <laughs> I think this has been most of the first act is mm-hmm. just introducing all these characters and them getting to the planet. And I think the first act kind of comes to an end when the pelican basically drops into the planet. Yeah. But and when- even then they're like up dude he's fucking Apone Sergeant Apone is like hyping yeah. them up on the ship oh, like yeah yeah like get it together and like <laughs> fucking and we got Kyle Reese just chain smoking in the back from Terminator <laughs> yeah um <laughs> is but, that Michael Bean yeah that's yeah Michael Bean whatever he's like I can't wait to fuck Sarah Connor when I get dude home. he fucked Sarah Connor and Ripley almost <laughs> yeah seriously he is a cool dude. He he was the coolest Marine for sure. Yeah. But when they drop. That's because he doesn't open his mouth. Exactly. Until... <laughs> like a good Marine. <laughs> um, but when that ship drops, I was thinking, oh, that'd be a fun ride. And then I was thinking, like, where would that be? And I was like, oh, I guess like a James Cameron theme park. Before we get to the second act, though, one of the mo- the big cringy moments is when she's debriefing all of the Marines and Vasquez is like, I don't need to know what they are. Yeah. I just need to know where they are so I can shoot them. (laughs) And they're like, Oh yeah. Ooh, rah. Another fucking hand slap. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Up yours, Ripley. Yeah. So, so fucking corny, dude. Uh, Come on. Act two. So I think act two is long, (laughs) <laughs> because it's just the fucking marines on the planet it would have been better if they get fucked up immediately like if they show up and immediately like right. aliens attack them it's one thing but you're almost you gotta, like you gotta build a little suspense you're almost you like gotta 30 find minutes into act two where I know. they're like walking around you just have to listen to these guys talk like it's dumb Oorah. yeah they're just big dicking through this place it's like be a little scared like yeah. i think um the about the abandoned colony is a fun like setting change from the first movie because you're not on a spaceship you're on a planet on a colony like abandoned is dilapidated so i think on top of kind of a scary space base setting that's dark now you have in like lights flickering and water like you know just kind of dripping through and i i thought it was a i thought it was a fun setting it, it was creepy. I was I was a little creeped out when the Marines were going in and being all quiet until they did like their stupid sh- shit they did or their one liners. They're like it's not but, nothing's here kind of thing. They yeah. show up. The only light like the only sign that's on is like a a bar. Yeah. Welcome to the bar. But I thought th- I thought it was good set design and I yeah. thought it it set itself up as oh we're kind of back in like alien LV, we're kind of back in, yeah whatever yeah it was a good set. But they're flying in and they see that terraformer or whatever that atmosphere creator is. And like, I just don't know how you can trust Burke throughout this entire movie at all. Like if you're kind of thrown by him being a sleazeball in this movie, we man, we manufacture those, by the way, we we're just, we're not, uh, we're not just a shitty corporation. We're just like, we're trying to like help humans. It was like it just seemed like a very Elon Musk comment, like in this spaceship. Like, hey, we we do good stuff too. We do. This is good. This is good. This is good. <laughs> I like how they stay back and watch the Marines first, like storm the colony. I felt mm-hmm. like that was 
I felt like that was nice. Yeah. Because a lot of movies, I feel like, would just try to get Ripley back in the action. Yeah. And like that, that didn't make sense for the story. So I'm glad that I'm glad that she didn't really get into it until later, which kind of like the first movie. Yeah. I mean, they're all making fun of Gorman because he's only done like two actual draws. And this is one of them. And this is one of them. The other one was like a simulation or something is what it seems like. I right? still don't understand why there was no bodies in the colony. Why? Well, so. Because that was a comment they made when they first went in and they were finding out that it was completely abandoned and no one was around, but there was no bodies. Because they dragged him back to the nest. So the okay. xenomorphs would drag him back to the nest mm-hmm. so that the eggs. So remember there was some like deleted scenes and stuff that we didn't see in Alien, yeah. which they don't really build in Alien, but they take them alive so that when okay. there's another egg, yeah, they can turn them into another xenomorph, mm-hmm. right? Right. So but, they're just dragging them down into the nest, okay. which is underneath everything. Gotcha. I just figured that they would need a live host yeah. to do it. And I just, I don't know. I just figured there'd just be gra- some dead. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know if that was every, answered. That they was just, just grabbed every body maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I got for you. But that was kind of creepy too, of being like, where is everyone? Where did everyone go? All we have is these acid burnt structures. Mm -hmm. They're like acid blood. I mean, like, like, yeah, dude, she was telling you. Yeah, dude. And the uh, when they see the face huggers in those like tanks, yeah, whatever. They get too close. It's like. Yeah, it was a nice little jump scare. I thought that was, I thought that was fun. It got me a little bit. I knew it was coming. Why did it got me a little bit? I didn't know. Dude, I, I, I got bummed out when, when we got introduced to the kid. Why? Because I don't like kids in movies, dude. They're annoying. They're <laughs> you, fucking annoying. Do you think Newt is annoying? I I think Newt is, is pretty good. I think Newt did a pretty good job. Wasn't Didn't scream too much. Did quite a bit at the end. But I thought she had a she had a cool relationship with Ripley, and it gave that maternal thing, mm-hmm. which is like a parallel to like the mother alien, I think. But I don't know, man. I just don't like it. I think it makes sense for the story, yeah. and I think it works super well. But I just was like, ah, fuck. Now we have a kid we have to worry about. Yeah. But I mean, she she helps kind of tell what happened to the colony, so we learn a little bit that way. So that was another in the special edition or whatever is it shows you in the beginning of the movie, the colony and everyone like working in the colony and you see like, it's like fully inhabited and what people are doing. And a lot of what people are paid to do there is kind of like, like recon. So they're just like going out into the planet and finding stuff and coming back. And it was like Newt and her brother, and her mom and her dad and they're in this like rover and they're driving out in the planet and they're like looking for stuff and then they come across the space jockey's ship and so then the parents go in and check it out and then like it's supposed to be like almost a day has passed and they are like a long time has passed and they haven't come back and then all of a sudden the they open the door and the mom is like mayday mayday we need help and the dad has like a face hugger on his face oh shit so but that's tough to like put in the beginning of the movie if you're trying to do the suspense of like where are the aliens like what's happening right it's yeah like, so newt kind of saw it 
in the beginning mm-hmm. and then probably just like fuck this whatever what's her little doll's name do you remember oh not Claire. casey casey <laughs> yeah it's just, dude, it's just... <laughs> good when uh ripley's talking to her about not having dreams like not having bad dreams or not having monsters in her head and she's yeah. like well that's because casey's made of plastic <laughs> it's like <laughs> we just got fucking roasted jeez dude casey's dude, not real grow casey's up not real it's a head of a plastic doll i think um after like what a half hour like you were saying we kind of start getting into some cool alien shit finally yeah. which i i like the suspense building for sure um but i think it did take a little long it did we'll, it does take long but and we'll, it takes a while to get them into and they even did sorry yeah it, it just takes them a while to get down to where the nest is they're like oh we yeah. have this whole jumbled colony of life forms just like all hiding in the bottom of this pit let's just all go down there yeah together yeah the uh there was a scene where because they were going into like a reactor area or something it was like a hazardous area they had to collect all their ammo yeah and i thought that was a, a fun way to basically take the weapons away from the marines yeah they're going but by nothing the... happened from that they like went through right and then no no it did so they had to collect all their guns because they were going by the uh cooling area of the reactor and yeah. if they shot through right it would fuck up the cooling thing and then there would be a thermonuclear right. meltdown right so they had to collect all the weapons and of course they give it to one guy like they're like, all right, this one dude's going to hold all this. That's just like, it's these well, he, fucking people are so stupid. He, The commander had to have it, so no one would be tempted Dude, to Dude, he shoot. was so pissed because they're, it's so funny. Like, Burke and Ripley were the ones who were like, hey, wait, you guys are going to, that's mm-hmm. like down by the cooling area. You can't just like shoot through that. And he's yeah. like, God damn it. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, just like yells to a pwn to take all their stuff. And they're all pissed off. And of mm-hmm. course, those fucking meatheads are like we're gonna keep our uh our weapons on our fucking steady cam sticks <laughs> they're like big mg42s yeah. on like steady cam holders um but something did come from it because they still had it and then once the xenomorphs attack them of course the guy holding all the ammo is going to get killed mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure someone lights them on fire with a flamethrower yeah. and then it lights the bag of ammo on fire okay. and blows everything. I up. must have missed that because <laughs> yeah. like the first one, how it has mm-hmm. the motion detector of like life or whatever. Right. And they, they go down and they're following it. And all of a sudden one of the uh, xenomorph pops out from oh, like the side like and the starts wall? attacking them. And then, right. Yeah. They're like, where are they? They're everywhere. Yeah. Um, Dude, shake goes down pretty fast. Oh, they get like they get, up. <laughs> and like Hicks has this trench gun on him still. Uh, yeah, and the two machine gun people keep their stuff, but they're told just to use flamethrowers. Hmm. And so, yeah, something goes wrong, and the guy holding all the ammo gets shot with a flamethrower. Nice, and all of the ammo gets lit on fire and then blows up, and they have to get out of there. Yeah. Okay. I I liked in that scene when the aliens were waking up. I think they they did 
really well what they did in the first movie where they didn't really show the aliens much it was just kind of shadows and like light kind of reflecting or creating silhouettes or bouncing off them because they're shiny and gross and yeah slickery and slimy yeah and you're seeing just like things move and you have like a wet crackling sound mm-hmm. oh, it's just so they're creepy. like really hiding in the tubes yeah. and it's showing like when they're walking down there it's showing like the nest that they built and like i think i don't know the aliens like camouflage very well in their mm-hmm. nest kind of area um, yeah when he like peeled off the wall and jumped i was like Ugh. they do so the aliens make a lot more noise in this movie. In the first one, it's kind of just like a hissing. Um, and it's like it's gooey, moist mm-hmm. mouth. <laughs> and this one, they used the sound of baboons and like edited it in a certain baboons. way. So every time you hear an alien, it's like. <laughs> and it's apparently the sound of a baboon. Get him! The whole um, blowing up of the ammo is pretty big because that kind of rushes the rest of the movie. Like that sets in motion. Now they have to figure out how to get off of the planet fast Mm. because they fucked up the cooling area of the reactor. And now they're basically just it's going to blow going to blow next to a nuclear bomb. Yeah, of course, as if they weren't stranded there enough. (laughs) Of course, of course. But I think we had some cool scenes um, that we hadn't, you know, really seen in the first day. Like we saw them, like aliens can die from gunfire. You know, they have tools now to kill the aliens, and uh, we get we get to see a little bit of cool action and a little bit of satisfaction of some of those marines dying because mm-hmm. they're just so dumb. So it was kind of cool to see. It's fun to watch. Yeah, they get. It's nice up. to watch people like in horror movies and thriller movies die who you don't like, and I think Cameron did a great job. You're like, I, I'm telling you, dude, that's what he did. He set it up. He just made this like caricature of these Marines who are gung ho, like we're immortal. Mm-hmm. And then they go down and they get their shit rocked. <laughs> dude, they really get fucked up. Um, yeah. There was one where an alien, I think it was like an elevator or something. And they just shotgun right to his head just sprays yeah, 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 yeah. the acid blood on the arm and it's just like, oh, so i dude, think what fuck. sets off the motion of them finding the aliens too is they find some one of the colonists stuck to the wall and it's like yeah. oh yeah help me mm-hmm. and then they get a you get a chestburster scene yeah. and then they, they shoot torch that, it and uh it's that kind of sets off everything. They're like, what the fuck and then the aliens pop out and attack them. But mm-hmm. then they have to basically fall back and all of them are depleted and Ridley's like we need to go in and help them and Gorman's like freaking out because he doesn't know what to do and so she hijacks the fucking Dude, rover she takes control and sends it right into the building yeah she's a natural leader uh she's na- she she yeah what is the what does maverick say don't think just do dude yeah that's what she does what dude. She, does. she just does what needs to be done and uh, another good scene where she does that is when Bill Paxton is just losing his shit, man. He's just yeah. freaking out. Like he's not doing super hot and she's basically just yelling at him be like, we need you. And she we, whips him back into shape. We need you. And we also need you to shut up. Yeah. But she did that. Like she got him back in line. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just what a leader does uh, when they're falling back. That's the scene that you're talking about with the shotgun is they all have to get back into the rover and they're mm-hmm. trying to help each other. And um, right beforehand, Blake, who is Vasquez's butt buddy, 
um, like is shoot. They're like shooting them, mm-hmm. and then he shoots one of the aliens up close, and it just like melts half of his oh, face yeah. off because the acid like sprays yeah. on him. Um, and then an alien, they're like closing the door, and it was kind of like a good jump scare. An alien like puts its like this is the first time we saw like its really like, hands and like yeah. face up close, and it like sticks its head through the door, and it's like ah, and then yeah. Hicks like, is like Johnny. eat this, and like sticks the shotgun in its mouth and shoots it, but then it sprays onto um, Bill Paxton, yeah. and he's like, Rah. dude, that is just gnarly. The it's, acid blood is such a cool. They lean into it so much more in this, which is good. Yeah. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they didn't just kind of nix it. Yeah. Cause you could have gone like, they don't really use the whole face hugger thing in this until like that one mm-hmm. scene. Like it's not, we don't have to worry about being taken to then like being turned into an alien kind of thing or being used as uh, a host. Mm-hmm. It's more of like the, the other parts of it that you don't really get in the first one right is yeah it actually attacking you while you have a weapon kind yeah of thing rather than you it attacking it to impregnating like, you yeah yep then we pull out um my favorite character in this movie is spunk meyer that is one of the greatest names i have ever heard in my life it is he's like the co-pilot to basically like the pelican that they fly uh-huh. with that other um, woman pilot. Yeah. And like you hear it, they say Spunkmeyer a couple times. And I'm <laughs> like, who <laughs> wrote this name, dude? Spunkmeyer. Spunkmeyer? You got to be getting made fun of in the Marines for that, right? Spunkmeyer. Wow. Um, but they're like, yeah, yo, come get us. Mm-hmm. We're fucked up. You got to come get us. And Spunkmeyer's like, all right. So you're like, Goes back on the ship and sticks his hand in some spunk. Yeah. Yeah. That was like an oh shit moment yeah. for me, for sure. I think I, I even said that out loud. I was like, oh, fuck. It might be the best kill in the movie when the pilot is getting ready to go. Yeah. And she's, you just like see this shadow move behind her. And she's like, what's that? And that that's like the best like small mouth kill, I mm-hmm. guess too because you get the like small mouth kill yeah <laughs> whatever what's like, their little like ejecting mouth but you see the yeah it's, it's like from the first one it's like the their mouth is all wet and it's like mm-hmm. and then it a lot of blood sprays everywhere too and no that's a good a, kill it's a fucking sick kill and then and it and dude like the series of events in this movie are just 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 such a series of unfortunate events because now like the pilots are dead so they can't even they can't even like get the ship back down and then they have to like get it almost kills all of them just crashing down. yeah oh my god dude that was actually a really good effect scene was that ship crashing that yeah. was intense there are a lot of like miniatures in this movie and they i think they looked they good, all though. look pretty good yeah and i was saying while i was watching this is like this movie is 1986 uh the thing is 84 right this is two two years after the thing and this probably had a bigger budget than the thing, but like, I feel like there's a pretty big difference in what's going on here. Like, it, it just the the effects seemed so so good for being two years after. It almost felt like a five year or ten year jump for effects from the thing. Yeah, I mean, the thing has its own special effects with like the gore and like the right the um. I mean, this is like spaceships and stuff. It's though. just this is a little different. But I mean, even just, the monster design and stuff yeah, looks I don't, it great. It just feels still. 
I don't know. When I realized that there's only a two year gap between the movie, it just mm-hmm. it just felt like there was like a yeah. five or ten year gap. Yeah. from them. I mean, like in the first movie, we have one alien, obviously, and there's so much. There's just so much surrounding that as far as like how much do we show them, how much do we not, and, like making it like piece together this alien costume. But now we have the design and everything, so when we have multiple, it's just it's creepier and especially when they open the grate and you see all of them coming like that is that was such a scary image it was good seeing them all crawling like upside down and it's like fuck this is just so much more intense than the first movie yeah with with regards to that but it still looked really good like it didn't seem like they leaned too hard in like cg or something like i feel like for a lot of the for a lot of it it was practical or yeah it was pretty practical i mean like I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to the the scene of um them getting attacked later but it's you have a lot of caught like people in those alien costumes and mm-hmm. they kind of had to scale it because they almost had like a seven foot man essentially in one of those alien costumes in the first one and now they have like these puppets and they have to use alien costumes they're not really they had to like get like six foot and taller stunt people they had to basically hire them to be in these alien costumes for these like quick shots of these aliens like mm-hmm. running and flying and jumping around when explosions are happening and shit yeah and um i don't know it's it's it is really cool it's all cool that it's like essentially just all practical right yeah and so. and i think that like you're kind of saying with the thing like it just makes it look really good yeah it makes it look real because it is real and i i just want to go back like i'm not shitting on the thing it just seeing this and it being two years older makes it makes the thing feel older yeah like the 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 thing looked bad it just made the thing feel older for some reason seeing this yeah i get that we get the plane crashing like we said which is an amazing effect Mm -hmm. and then like some people would say this is one of the best um improvised lines i guess bill paxton was improvising oh. a lot of lines but he's like laying there on the ground and he's like that's it man game over man it's game over the fuck are we gonna do now what are we gonna do i guess he improvised that and they're all just like what the fuck is this guy on kind of thing it's funny because newt doesn't really say anything and then she kind of hits them with this hard-ass line of like and this is my girlfriend's favorite line for some reason in the movie but when she's talking about we better get back because it'll be dark soon and they mostly come at night mostly mm-hmm. which is kind of creepy yeah. because you're like all right fuck we gotta figure a way how to get off of this but we also don't have shelter and and we're on the clock here and we're on the clock there's a nuclear explosion about to happen that we don't know about and right our now. only way out is just crashed on us yeah it's like it comes at night and it's just funny. It also is kind of comical that she says it, but she's just like, they mostly come out at night. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> mostly. It's just, they really don't let we're her fucked. cook until this one point. And then she's just like, by the way, we're fucked. Yeah. Oh, in case you guys didn't know, they come out mostly at night. <laughs> yeah. So we should probably do something. We should probably find some uh, some shelter. Thanks, here. Newt. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking R.I.P. Spunkmeyer, my guy. 
when they go back and they're talking about what they should do, uh, Burke is like, I can't authorize you guys to like fuck up the planet. This is, there's a bunch of money here. There's mm-hmm. like, it's too much money. And, uh, that's when they realize that Hicks is like the, like the leading officer because the Lieutenant got hit in the head. Yeah. And it's just so funny because they're like, someone's like, I say we nuke the place and then fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we go up to the spaceship and just, just nuke, nuke it. it. <laughs> and Bill Paxton's like, fucking A, man. <laughs> Oorah. Yeah. I would say that's probably the start of Act 3. Mm-hmm. I also always find it very interesting in these situations. I feel like this isn't the first time that I've said this in a movie, but when you have a massive ship floating in space yeah. that you have taken another shuttle down to, mm-hmm. Why isn't there another crew up there right? in that ship to be like, if something happens, send another unit down. Right. Or like, if something happens to the crew up there, how like the crew on the ground should somehow be able to have access to that. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, which they do. I think they said their comms got destroyed, but like, I agree. Why isn't there a, sh- a there ground should be crew? Other and pilots a, up oh there. God, there should yes. be another person that like, even if their comms was messed up, like there's, you're telling me that, at the end, when they go up there, there's four people left on that massive spaceship. Yeah. That's it. You tell me you can't house 10 extra people to crew it and make yeah, sure everyone dude, has a safe return. Uh, you know, Wayland not is even really a medic in cutting that. corners, yeah. man. That's what's happening. These fucking corporations. That's what James Cameron's trying to tell. There's actually That's all he's a, trying to say. There's a hidden message between why you they know didn't what? hire didn't another realize. 10 people crews because these corporations are cutting corners, man. They're just letting AI. Just, just not letting us nuke planets no. that need to be nuked. Yeah. Act three. Yeah. That spaceship drops. They all have to hunker down. And I think when Ripley gets a gun is when act three starts. <laughs> when Ripley gets a gun. Yeah. Ripley's got a gun. And they bring back in this movie, the radar, mm-hmm. which is an awesome tool for suspense because yeah, they yeah. used it in the first and it worked. So it's cool that they used it again basically a heartbeat monitor or like a movement sensor or whatever. But instead Does of it one have dot, a little bit more of a plane than when Dallas got fucked up. Remember who's the, Oh yeah. Who's the, yeah. Who's the girl who's like, it's it's up you. <laughs> yeah. We need to know if it's ups, upsies or downsies. No dude, they still don't because they were like, Oh, it should be like six meters. It should be right in front of us, man. And then someone's like, Oh fuck. They look up. They're in the ceiling. And they're in the ceiling. It's like, yeah, no, guys, we need to have dimension here. <laughs> this is 57 years later, and it's the same tech. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Unreal. I think it's it's to show, and I, I know that you are annoyed by it, and it is very <laughs> annoying, but I think the stupidity of actions from people in the military in this movie are shown like Ripley I believe says early on in the movie to have IQs just substantially dropped since I've been away yeah and I don't think they give the aliens enough credit for being like sentient learning life forms because they because she uses an elevator yeah like we haven't even got there yet (laughs) But like they they barricade themselves in and there's only one way there and mm-hmm. the only way they can get in is through the roof. And so these aliens are are pretty smart and 
later the queen uses an elevator and they're also down there and like she's like if you let us go i won't torch all these fucking eggs yeah. and everyone backs away so they're they're smart creatures yes. they're yeah. they're very smart forms and i don't know if cameron is trying to subliminally show that through humans being fucking dumb yeah in this movie yeah i mean i guess we are you know kind of egocentric like yeah. these aliens aren't don't really have egos i guess except for the queen yeah i don't know yeah I, that makes sense i but it's just not i don't i think it's just, it's just frustrating to watch yeah but that's why you have characters like ripley who know what they're doing mm-hmm it just sucks when a lot of the problems come from the characters. It's like, we're already fighting aliens. We don't need to have like internal, internal issues right now. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's pretty much on Ripley though. When they, she does something pretty stupid in this movie. She basically calls out Burke when she realized that Burke is trying to take back and weaponize the xenomorphs for Wayland. And that he was the he was the ones that sent and okayed all of the terraformers going to this planet, and it has like seventy bodies on his hand or whatever on his conscious because he sent them there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I'm gonna make sure that you get fucking ringed out for this, and your name's attached to it." And she like grabs him by the collar and sticks him up against the wall, and she basically is like, "I'm gonna burn you, and your life is over." And then just like walks away is like, all right, now I'm going to go take a nap with Newt in this, uh, in this room with these face huggers. Yeah. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Like, what did, yeah, I just, I don't feel like you would call him out at that moment unless you're like, all right, now we're going to tie him up so he can't do any more sleazeball shit. Right. You gotta, you gotta fucking put this guy in the brig. Right. You know, like instead she's like, I, you're a criminal will burn you. Yeah. But we're just gonna let you freely walk about, so you yeah, can sabotage so other shit. Dumb, dude. So, yeah, frustrating. It is frustrating. Um, but then she turns around and she was smart with the lighter setting off the fire alarm in the yeah, room when the that face was really huggers nice. attacking them. I thought the face huggers were cool to see, like walking at them and running at them and seeing them kind of move a little bit more than just like someone throwing it from off screen. Yeah. It's just they're so icky and so gross. Yeah. And then when um, Hicks, their, their tails are doing a, a little whip sound. Like, oh, yeah. oh, it's just awful. It's just awful. And then it's like choking her and shit. And they like can't cut it or shoot it because mm-hmm. it'll just spill acid blood on her. Yeah. Ugh, and so they're trying to like pull it. Off. Oh, it's it's cool. It's well, really cool. And so when they, he jumps through the window, like that was kind of cool. That was shit. Just like, yeah. <laughs> that was a Marine move. That was a. Oorah. Oorah. Can I get an oorah? How many oorahs did we get in this movie? Drink every time there's an oorah. <laughs> an oorah moment. moment. Yeah, they they kind of bring it up earlier in the movie too of, of they have those face huggers in those cylinders, but they found one of they tried to take one off of a a patient and it killed the subject. Mm. Um but somehow the face hugger was alive. So, that kind of was in one of those more like the world building of you can't once it's on you you're essentially like dead mm-hmm. right no matter what even if it doesn't lay the egg in you then you're done for you're done fuck fuck but yeah that thing wraps around her neck and they're 
they have to rip it off and it's like stronger than three men like they have like yeah. or like three people they have like two people trying to pull it off her face and her getting choked and pushing it off and it's still like yeah ew it's little fucking vagina tentacle comes out and she's just like <laughs> wafting around in front of her face and yeah. she's like ew no oh, close your mouth ripley yeah god damn it Fuck. they send the the robot they send the robot to go basically down call the andy defrain's fucking pipe yeah exactly <laughs> dude he's that crawl is creepy he's that like really stuck they, in that pipe they weld them back in bishop bishop's a fucking g he's pretty cool movie. but he's also way better than than ash. ash i know it's she has some trauma with that because she was pissed when she realizes that there is a uh she a synthetic it. with them and she's like no one told me about this the last one stuck a magazine down my throat <laughs> i was reading that <laughs> like uh yeah he, they make him look got a lot artificial too like he looks like he has a wig on and like his skin like whatever makeup they do like makes him kind of look it's like cool. a fake person kind of uncanny yeah what if that's just him I think it is. It's I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but he he can he. They're sending him to go. This is me doing him in the in the pilot the ship the shimmy and through. And then, dude, they just got get separated and things get fucked up. And then Newt. Whoa, 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 whoa! We didn't even get to the. We didn't. You gotta slow down. This just the, the thing about this movie is that there's just so much of the same shit. All right. So there is a deleted scene. <laughs> so let's add more. <laughs> There's a deleted scene that kind of shows apparently when they welded themselves into that barricaded area. Yeah. They put these like sentry guns out and they're like, they can like shoot aliens. So they're fucking up aliens. Like auto turrets. Yeah, like auto turrets. And they're fucking these aliens up. That's sick. Um, But they're running out of ammo. So they're like, they have like 500 rounds in them. In these, they like run out of ammo, killing all these aliens. Which God, like, what the it. fuck? But then one of them has ten bullets left, and the turrets are like looking around. They're like, "Oh, cool, we've killed all the aliens, right?" And then this is like to show how smart the aliens are. They're like, "Wait, there's still life forms on the on the reader," mm-hmm. and that's when he like looks up into the into the grates yeah above and they're crawling through the the ceiling so they realize they couldn't get through with the turrets outside or get through that way so they could crawl through the ceiling yeah and get to them okay so that's kind of a a thing that i wanted to tell you but in that scene we get a lot going on because bill paxton dies my guy gets sucked yeah, into the ground does, dude. dude that was they, a rough day they grab him yeah they, Ta- they, they molested him. Dude, when, when they come out, like they come, they pop up through the grate, and then it cuts to like a, a kind of a close-up shot of Bill Paxton just kind of like waving his arms in the air. He's just kind of like, ah, like falling down. He's like and, trying to like shoot him. He's like, ah, fuck oh. you. He kind of gets his balls there at the Does end. Does he shoot right? his balls? No. Does the saying, alien grab it? It's kind the of the little like... little mouth to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> alien just looks up. Little Mouse's ball. Fucking welcome to Neuterville population, <laughs> you. Newt knows. Newt. Uh, 
so he gets pulled down under the grates, dude. Yeah. And then Burke runs away being a sleazeball, locks him out of the infirmary, and he gets taken. Good. Um, I thought it was really funny, some of it to be shown as, like, these actors are in these alien costumes and, like... I just remember seeing these explosions and then they're kind of like jump rolling. Like, I don't know if you saw that, yeah. but these aliens are like jumping over these obstacles yeah, and like doing like head flying. first roll. Yeah. And it's like these actors and these alien costumes just, probably just blindly doing like barrel oh, yeah. rolls and shit. Just breaking the costumes with each take. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> then they have to go through the conveniently adult sized <laughs> air vents. Yes. And Newt knows every way to Well, go. dude, Newt's Newt's home. Newt's been there. It's this way, I think. Sir Isaac Newton. And then she falls down something. I mean, there here we go. What the fuck? I is knew that? this was coming. <laughs> this was this was Drew's hatred for children. <laughs> In now movies, we gotta because go, children can fit somewhere. Because of course, and uh it was it it was one of those moments where of course she fucking falls down this little vent and it's like all right i got your coat don't do the one thing that would make you fall out of your coat and she's like oh i did it i've released out of my jacket it's like <laughs> and then she fell down this slidey slidey tube and then she's in like the sewers now right that was a sick shot though when the alien oh, pops out of the water that was like a yeah if not the shot of the movie, right? My like, question is like, where the fuck are all these? Are they all working together to attack these? Or are some of the aliens so. like around the complex? Because how would have this alien just been like in the sewer and like, hello? It like pops up out of I nowhere. I think there's just kind of aliens everywhere. Yeah. And that they somehow like, I don't know. They somehow know. Do they, they have just, like a hive mind in a way? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Are they working together? Are they... What are they doing in there? But when they, yeah, I don't, yeah. But when they see, you gotta get off this rock. And like, they, what are they like? They're so they're taking Newt, and they're, they they want to take her alive because they want her to be a host, right? Yeah. So if they don't so, kill you because you're killing a bunch of them, I think they're constantly taking you down to yeah. the queen's fucking f shack fupa. <laughs> so Ripley and. Is it just Ripley? It's Ripley and Hicks now. And Hicks. Okay. And then they. Because Gorman and Vasquez yeah. blow up. <laughs> right. You're right. always an asshole, it, Gorman. That's kind I, of a hard line to say to someone before you you both die. Right. As they just like, they kind of don't tell you what it is. He just has like a detonator in his hand that can blow up. <laughs> oh, okay. We have, the, we have grenades now. <laughs> yeah. Those could have been helpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Ripley's like, I got to go back for a newt. And they give her a time limit of 19 minutes. It's like, how are you going to find anything within the time frame to like not only find it, but make your way back to the ship before the nuke explodes? Yeah, I do. Dude, in all actuality, are you leaving newt behind? Probably. Right. But this is the thing where it's like they mentioned her daughter and they began. Like right. you said, this there is, is the up. she had... I'm assuming her daughter was Newt's age when she left. And so she mm -hmm. lost that childhood, uh, that that motherhood with right. her daughter. And so she's like, I now have this adoptive daughter kind of thing and I need to go save her. Yeah. And luckily I gave her the tracker that Hicks gave to me when he was like, 
we're not married or anything, but you what, what, he uh, what are those low-rise panties going to do for me when we get back on the ship? <laughs> she still wearing those, by the way. I don't know if you noticed Were they that. gray, though? They were just... It doesn't matter what color they were. Like, why is she still wearing that fashion, that kind of fashion? It was just ridiculous. Just because you jump forward 60 years in the future doesn't mean you're going to adopt all the fashion trends, Chase. Okay. How about this? You wake up. Is underwear really going to change 60 that much? Years. You wake up 60 years. We have a friend who we find from 60 years ago wakes up in a pod. He's going to get made fun of for the stuff he wears, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be like the first 60 one. 60-year fashion. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm just going to keep wearing my my 60-year-old fashion around. People are going to be like, you, you Dude, stick out like underwear. a sore thumb. It, it's, <laughs> it's underwear. People I'm just saying, like, come on, Ripley. Like, <laughs> get with it. What do you want to wear? Like a G-string or something? No, I just like, I just, the it's just. George Lucas those, says they don't wear in underwear the, in space. In the first. Fucking George Lucas. In the first movie, it just made me uncomfortable how odd low rise. They were so low. I'm not <laughs> saying they're still not doing weird. it. She likes it. Uh, so the best part of the whole movie is she basically like Rambo's this whole last thing. I know, act. but dude, she's moving so slow. We're on the clock True. here, Chase. We have 19 minutes. Okay, she, she is had less time through the tulips man true we're on the clock we got to be on the true. offensive we got to be moving and grooving she's got to be running in there my friend for newt you can't i i know that you have feelings for this movie separately or different feelings that are different from my feelings for this I, movie. i'm but this whole last scene is essentially the same thing as the first movie is like with how, a kid how much <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's worse, the kid from the ring or Newt? I like the kid from the ring because he can look after himself. Yeah, because his mom's a deadbeat. Newt was looking after herself for like what? Yeah, until she months? slides down a goddamn slip and slide into the sewers. All right, well, the kid also watched the video on himself. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a video. Kids watch video. <laughs> Kids slide down air shafts. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> uh. It's the same thing as the no, first one when right. mother's melting down the ship, right? Like no, a nuclear yeah, explosion. Right. She's got to go down. It's badass. I'm she just saying, like, a I wish fucking flamethrower to a rifle, dude. It was badass. It's cool seeing Ripley with a gun. <laughs> the third act starts when Ripley gets a gun. I like seeing Ripley with a gun. I do too, dude. It's a uh, no. It's bad, and I, you know, it builds suspense, and it made me be like, "Come on, you like run like." We don't have much time here. Let's get moving. And I think that's probably what they want to to um, convey. But I'm just saying, like, God, you gotta be you gotta be jogging a little because there's I don't no know. time. <laughs> she can't be jogging because she has the the tracker on her gun, and you gotta like realize. But does she? She's she's getting sprayed by the. It's the same as the first, dude. You, you gotta check corners. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you gotta she, clear the corners, you rookie. Gotta clear the corners, dude. There's uh, flashing lights and yeah. fucking electricity is just zzzzing all over the place. And Does the, she know where she's going? Pipes though? are hot. They're like molten hot because the cooling is down, and it looks super cool. And she has no no idea what's going on, and there's smoke in her face. <laughs> 
and mothers in the background like you have four minutes <laughs> until total thermonucleation. Yeah, they raised the stakes. They raised the stakes. I mean, she has double the weapon: yeah. flamethrower and a gun and grenade launcher mm-hmm. and a grenade belt. She's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. No, she is very cool. Okay. Yeah. All while wearing like sick kicks. She's wearing like, yeah, those fucking timeless Reeboks. <laughs> timeless. <laughs> now, for four separate payments, you can get Ripley's timeless Reeboks. <laughs> um, she goes down. She goes down, finds the nest. Mm-hmm. Finds Newt because the well, she finds the bracelet first. Yeah, and, and she, then she hears Newt screaming because an egg opened, and that's Which when HR creepy. walked in. HR Geiger like, came out of the egg. This is not my egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she helps her, but I think like also one of the best scenes here is the introduction of the queen. Yeah. And like being like, oh fuck, we're in the egg pit. It was it was a really cool like silent scene where she you're just tracking her eyes and what she's seeing and it's you're piecing things together that she's the mom. Here's like the tube and all this it's stuff. Gross it's gross too. It just it just laid an egg. Oh and it's yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> it was gross. That kind of it was icky. <laughs> um but you're you're right with like earlier you had mentioned she holds like the eggs hostage yeah well she kind of like she looks at the queen yeah and she's like i will light all of these on fire because they're about to get surrounded by the xenom like they all yeah, kind of like come around coming the corner. In. um and this is where i'm like I, they're sentient they're kind of smart mm-hmm. and the queen is like all right back off yeah and then and they do and that was really cool yeah it to was see it was really cool them but, under like some sort of control but then one of the eggs opens and like I, like honestly the best one of the best parts of this movie is the look she gives the queen where it's like i told you not to do this yeah like you she like kind of gives her like a really like look she like drops her head and like looks at her and then immediately starts shooting all the eggs yeah. and like just i'm gonna at least take a couple of these fuckers down just sending grenades into the queen's egg Dude, queen is screaming i can't believe my question is why wouldn't you shoot the queen in the head yeah i was i i think i said that like out loud when she was just shooting the nade launcher i'm like just hit the hit the queen yeah like Right, you gotta cut it off at the source, mm-hmm. and yeah. she's like blowing up all these fucking blowing up all these motherfuckers, <laughs> dude. When she hits the tube and it gets like wet and it's like uh, pouring out, that was gross too, dude. We forgot to talk about <laughs> forgot to talk about why she's down there by herself because when they're when they're leaving, there is an elevator scene where they do shoot. Uh, xenomorph and it hits hicks oh and it gets, and starts he, going through his pads and he gets sprayed by acid pads. blood yeah. so he's not with her he can't help her mm-hmm. she's on her own she's doing this it's bishop been... in the ship with hicks yeah and that's about it mm-hmm. and so she's on her own um and so she comes up and dude she's like 
going through the gauntlet on her way up, murdering all these. Yeah, things. I mean, she lit the flares as like a way to go back. Like those were pretty cool. Like match Danny flares. Torrance following his footsteps back. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were cool. But then the the queen drops down yeah. and like starts chasing her. Creepy. So that's, this is, she's this like is the whole horror movie. She's element. big. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's cool. Bigger um, and badder. And then smart, you know, the queen gets in the elevator. She calls like the two elevators. She calls an elevator and then she was going to climb the the ladder up to the top. Uh, and then she saw the queen like turn around the corner and she was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then an elevator opened and she got in it. But she kind of fucked herself because I'm pretty sure she called two of them. And so the second one, the queen is like, hmm, I can get in this one. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> They kind of they escape narrowly. Yes, I was waiting for the three times blast that goes on Didn't here. Didn't get it. Just got, got the one. one, one big one, one big mushroom cloud. Yeah, they really mushroom stamped that colony. Yeah, and then you know you think you think we're okay, and then we get our hell yeah moment. Well, I just need to say to people who have never seen this movie before, and then they watch it, and they're just like, we're safe. And Bishop's just talking to him, and all of a mm-hmm. sudden he gets the spear through his like fucking chest, and then he just gets and ripped, gets ripped in, in half. half. So this brings us to our first <laughs> sponsor of the podcast. Wild. This pod is brought to you by Bishop's non-gut twisting milk. Does drinking regular dairy milk fuck your stomach up? Does it feel like you're being ripped in two after you drank it? Then stop drinking regular milk and start drinking Bishop's non-gut twisting milk. Our milk is non-lactose as it comes from a synthetic source, making it taste and look like milk while not giving you the same tummy aches as before. You still get the nutrients and proteins as regular milk, but without a raging stomach aches as before. Get Bishop's non-gut twisting milk in stores now. I love that one. That one's close to our hearts. It is a good. That's very funny. It's good. Um, Dude, when he milk when, blood. when his half body gets thrown, I was watching these behind the scenes yeah. of it, and they have this like half half body. They basically made a a full body version of that character. I think his name is Lance Hendricks. Okay. Um, or Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson is Bishop. Um, they made like a, a full body mock of him. And what they did in that scene is they had like the, the, the clone of him twisted in half at the, at the base. So what they did is they had like the, the puppet of the queen holding one, one top, like the top and bottom and had like yeah. ropes on it. And so they had to like quickly pull them okay. and it would like spin it in half and they'd go flying. But then that top half, they had to edit another part where they like two people basically had the top of this guy's like fake body and would just like throw it, but they couldn't get it to land in the, in like a right way. So they did it like over and over. And every time they're throwing this thing, like they just show this like one, like PA, like dousing it with like a, a quart of milk and then they have to like throw it. So these prop guys are just holding this 80 pound torso of a body while this PA dumps milk on it. Every time they (laughs) throw it, it's just like, imagine for hours, James Cameron just yelling at you like again. 
while getting doused in milk and throwing this torso. Dude, I have it written down that I was I laughed my ass off at the torso scenes <laughs> when you would see him and he's just like well, yeah, that- <laughs> looking around and then especially when like there's like a vacuum and he's getting like pulled yeah, and he's, he's just like kind of like grab he's like wide-eyed like moving his arms around but it's just like torso up it just looks so funny dude it's like it, it gave me like the team america like yeah vibes yeah. where he's like it's me it's, it's me, me. <laughs> cocky motherfucker uh yeah um and then we get the the oh hell yeah moment that you're talking about right she, she dons the what is it the forklift suit what's it called the mech i just call it a mech, mech suit. suit it's a yeah she fights the alien with hand-to-hand combat hand-to-hand combat suit. which is pretty cool it's a fun fight because i don't think it's it's not over the top as far as like what she's doing per se like she's kind of just matching strength but yeah. neither of them are like excellent fighters no i mean newt does a pretty dumb thing here where she's like she looks at her she's like go run i'll take care of this and instead of like running to another room and locking the door she crawls under the grate in that same room yeah dude newt newt's not newt's not where it's at uh but we get the we get the famous line of uh the kick-ass line she's in the mech suit and she looks at the queen and she says get away from her you bitch hell yeah that was pretty hot that's for yeah. i was like okay mom. Like, it's like mommy okay, versus mom. mommy dude it's a mom off <laughs> in that fucking hanger that whole scene and how it's made though yeah was really cool watching it because the puppet of the queen mm-hmm. is just so insane like that was my brother and I were talking and we we're like, that is probably like the biggest uh, non-human like creature puppet in a movie that they had created before the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Right. Probably, like it yeah. was, this thing was massive. It, I think it took like 18 people to operate. Holy there's, shit. There's two people in the torso that are like, kind of like back to back and one has a big arm and one has a little arm. Okay. And so like, there's like, one person here and then there's one person here and yeah. then they're like moving it's let it dude it was a crazy operation and the fact that they when you see how they're moving it behind the scenes it like you kind of get to give it to them for editing because that fight scene between the mech suit and the queen doesn't look like wonky like it looks it does for I, that time yeah like it, it looks so good that i haven't even really thought much about the puppet i just kind of i just you know haven't really thought about it. i was just looking at the i was watching the scene yeah but she's got the scorpion tail great. behind yeah. her with a knife and that can come in dude and get it you. looks amazing like i wouldn't it doesn't look like a puppet it doesn't move like one or feel like one you're right like they they balled out for 86 on, on it's pretty editing. good yeah <laughs> academy award for it yeah. right yeah so and then, I mean, how, this kind of gets redundant with we got to shoot this thing out into space, but it works. It works. Hey, it works the first time. Yeah, I thought it was wild up. when she uh, Ripley was pushing the queen to that edge, and Ripley too fell down and just landed on top of her. I was like, "Fuck, dude, that like that's a that's pretty rough for Ripley. Like that's a tough drop. It's like a three story drop in a." In a mech suit. In a mech suit ah. on the queen. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think that she would have survived opening that airlock and holding on by mm-hmm. her like arm. I was like, she's absolutely getting sent out into the into space. Yeah. I also don't think that the queen died by doing that. I think you just have like an angry queen floating just through floating. space. Do you, don't they freeze though? Huh? I don't know. But like those things are so wired to survive through like the craziest shit. So yeah. Yeah. You know, what do you think? Think the queen lives? Um, no, that's it. I do. I mean, I this, in the first one, they she blows it up with like the rocket booster. Yeah, right. This right. one this just one flies just sucks through space. Into space. There's no oxygen. No, but I don't know what the alien needs to survive. Yeah, and if it does, because it was living on it, the like... planet. They were living on the planets beforehand, right? That's true. Fuck, maybe it is still alive. But wherever it lands, or if someone picks it up. I mean, that's when, like, you could probably make a movie with the queen, like, showing up on a... But she's not also the only queen. But like, space is have... also massive. So right. It's not like you're just going to take a left on Fifth Avenue yeah. and find her. She's not going to just stumble across a planet. Like, no. the closest she'll probably get is, like, thousands of miles away from a planet or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just pass by. Yeah. Fun. It's fun shit. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But it definitely takes... A different direction than the first yeah for sure but we get so much cool alien fights from it yeah and it's aliens like it's 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 the escalation of fighting an alien right the first one you gotta gotta be smart and witty you have mm-hmm. a flamethrower but we're not really using them and then now we have guns when you have hundreds showing up them, on your sensor still like, fight you and now yeah. we have a queen and yeah, take the queen out Take out the queen. Yeah. Nah, dude, They're like very fun. Yeah. And, you know, they came from, uh, like, one of those, one of the ships, right? So there's more ships mm-hmm. that was, like, crash-landed or whatever on places. and Yeah. So she's not the only queen either. The queen's gambit. There's more queens. There's more of them out there, which means more Marines have to be sent, which means more movies could be made, which means Drew might be even more angrier. I've just seen the other Aliens movies, and I just don't... This ain't it. Alien Covenant is good. I like that one. Gotta rewatch that one. Prometheus and then Covenant. The third one with Sigourney Weaver is like on a prison, right? Yeah, she gets like sent off. They like quickly kind of like... They kill Newt, right? They, like, kill Newt, and they kill Hicks, like, really quickly, and people are upset about it, and then she's just, like, on this all-male prison planet. Yeah. And there's just a shit ton of CG. And Fincher was so pissed because the studio basically just, like, tied his arms behind his back and was like, we're just going to use you to make this, but really, we're going to make this. And he, like, left Hollywood. He was so pissed. He was like, I'm never going to make a movie again. (laughs) Thank God he came back. Because we got some good ones from him after yeah. that. But. What's your uh, movie feeder's critic review of Alien? I said, this is a hybrid action horror movie that deserves its place in the talks of best sequels in movie history. Next to Empire, T2, Dark Knight, etc. Nice. What about you? I, I, agree. I think I agree with you. I said, uh, while preserving the world of its predecessor, James Cameron raised the stakes and shifted the tone's genre to action. This made for a fun sequel that differentiates itself um, as its own movie. Yeah, I like that. 
well articulated, my friend. Thank you, my friend. You uh, know what else was well articulated? What? This one quote from the movie that Which I'd want to say. Game over, man. <laughs> yeah. Game over. I was going to say, uh, get away from her, you bitch. But I felt like that was too low-hanging fruit. So when they're really pissed off when they find out about... Um, when they find out about Burke's plan the whole time about like trying to bring eggs back and maybe like putting them in new in uh, Ripley without anyone knowing okay. and then killing everyone, uh, <laughs> Hudson says, "I say we greet this rat fuck son of a bitch right now." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Which is pretty good. That is really good. On a scale from A to Z, what would you rate this movie? Q four. Queen Alien nice. gave me the ick. Oh, you? I'd uh, <clears throat> give it a W for we added an S. <laughs> so the reason why I had the A to Z moment like that is because there was an urban legend, and I guess James Cameron did confirm that this happened. But I've seen people mock it and put it on TikTok. Okay. And it was about how he pitched to the studios to get this movie made. Okay. And so this article says that he confirmed this longstanding story about his pitch meeting for aliens, which is true. According to the story, which some fans had previously thought to be an urban legend, Cameron went into the meeting with studio executives to try to get aliens made. As the crux of his pitch, he wrote the word alien on a piece of paper and then drew an S on the end of it, secretly then drawing vertical lines through the S to make a dollar sign as the final letter. I love that. (laughs) He is the corporation. So he went in, wrote alien on a board. Yeah. Drew an S. Uh Uh-huh. Turned and looked at them, waited for the reaction, and was like, all right, I got you. And then put dollars. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they were like, hired. Give him the money. Give him 18 mil. <laughs> so it's a, it's a fucking it's ridiculous a story. All Ruby right, Genie grants you one item from this movie. What is it? Tell me we're not taking those Reeboks. Are you taking those Reeboks? I think I'm taking those Reeboks. I'm going to take the uh, flamethrower gun that she tapes together. That'd be sick. Just put it over out. your TV. <laughs> yeah. Over your bed. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Two fictional awards this movie would win. I awarded this movie the Special Effects Growth in a Sequel Award. Nice. It took what the movie did, the first movie did, and it made it more and better in the second movie and i think that was really cool mm-hmm. and it wasn't like uh it wasn't like they just cheaped out and did a bunch of cg for it like they did in the third one they just like made made, yeah. them, made it better no they did which also helped kind of keep the feeling and the vibe of it as like an alien movie and then my other one was it's the official movie feeders award for our first sequel this is our first sequel? I think so. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Right? I mean, Tron Legacy. Well, I mean, I guess like our first, like the first, because like, we've done both movies on here. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't do the first. Oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah. I mean? like, okay, yeah, first, yeah. Like, we've done the second to second a movie. movie yeah. yeah. Nice. Hugh? Sick. 
Yeah. I didn't realize. Great milestone. I said best action slash horror movie sequel. Best action slash horror movie sequel. <laughs> Does that make How sense many? to you? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what other ones there are. I don't know. That's why I'm like, this is the best I can do. Like right. an action horror movie. Because there's not a whole lot of those. No. Do you like this or T2 better? I mean, T2 is like... <laughs> and then I said... I couldn't word this well, but best back-to-back director changes in like cinema. So essentially, yeah, it's a good lineup. A, like a franchise, like the next movie in line is like the Ridley Scott to James Cameron is pretty unreal. Yeah, and I think that's really cool for. I mean, it's also I think looking back on it, like at the time, James Cameron wasn't like a big name, mm-hmm. but it's cool to be to be like they got someone good for it they didn't just throw the towel in for a sequel some random dude we don't know their name yeah so exactly um if you had to pick one character from the movie to help you in an emergency would it be ripley spunk meyer spunk meyer (laughs) that long look out the window (laughs) you're like i didn't even know he was existed in this movie until he said something (laughs) Spunkmeyer. Uh I said I I mean realistically I said Hicks. I like Hicks. Yeah. Is this a Desert Island movie? At first I said yes, and then I thought, well maybe because I think them being stranded on a planet might be like a little triggering. Mhm. Cuz if you're stranded on a deserted island, you're kind of like I don't know if I really want to watch people like kind of stranded on a place. But I think ultimately, yeah. Yeah, it'd be it. I wouldn't be mad about it, but it wouldn't be my first. It wouldn't be my first choice. I think it would help you if you were Cope. stranded on, if you're stranded on a desert island, not to touch a wet egg you found. It it'll yeah, it probably makes you check yourself. A little cautionary tale. I said no. Yeah, I just said no. I don't. Yeah. I love how you're like. At first, I was like yes, and then I was like, well, maybe. Now I'm kind of no. Dude. I didn't. I just I don't know. I think but that that the, third that that second act i would just like skip through it it's just too stressful yeah it, it's like a little boring it drags a little mm-hmm. yeah all right here it is get some bishop's milk get a nice tall glass <sighs> of bishop's milk let's play a game just grab you you want to drink drink to your leg i drink to your leg okay so we drink our legs <laughs> don't be such a square everybody who's anybody drinks i Milkshake. Why is the rum gone? What would be so? Hair of the dog that bit me. Bourbon on the rocks. That'll do it. All right, the official movie feeders drinking game for aliens starts with you take a sip when someone gets sprayed with acid blood. Two, take a sip when aliens are on screen. That's two. That's that's two or more. At least two. <laughs> At least two aliens. Rule three, take a sip when Drake and Vasquez have a buddy-buddy moment. And you'll know because it's cringy. <laughs> they really touch you. Take a sip each anytime you scr- cringe. <laughs> uh, rule four, take a sip when a crew member dies. And rule five, you got to finish your drink when you see the queen. Alien. Long live the queen. Long live the queen. All right. Closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. 
I How are was... we going to close this egg? Great sequel. Fun one. I'm curious if people prefer Alien or Aliens more. Maybe we can have that as like a question when we post the episode. Mm-hmm. After watching this movie and doing this pod, I think I do like this sequel more than I had going into it. So that's nice. I still think the first one's my preferred, but I think there's a lot of um, cool and fun differences in this movie. Yeah, I I don't. It's it's one of those things that I said to you when I wanted to do it before, and you kind of voiced your opinion on. You're like, well, it's not like the first one. It's just you got to separate them. Mm-hmm. Got to keep them separated. Yeah, you know. Uh, and when you do that, they're two amazing movies. I think they're based on. I use IMDb. I like the the um, scoring system on IMDb for movies, and I think Alien is like an eight and a half, mm-hmm. and Aliens is an eight point four. Mm. So it's not, you know, better than the original, I would say, but it, I think it matches it or yeah. is, it's different enough to slightly worse but to be uh, like not compared, worse yeah. in a bad way. Yeah, you know, I understand. I think that there's only so many ways they could have gone. Yeah. with making it before it got redundant, right? Because right. I don't want I don't want just another first movie. Really, they had to use the same. They had to use a character like Ripley in order to move along. The only other way I could think is if they made like an anthology of just like different, yeah, different spaceships coming across a xenomorph egg and how they dealt with it mm-hmm. and whether they succeeded or not. So it's just like a bunch of different games of like The Last of Us kind of thing you know? yeah or not last of us what is it? among left us. for dead oh yeah that that's what i got i like it i like it I like you <laughs> robot racist robot. Rip- <laughs> ripley's a robot racist fuck i'll end it with that <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.